Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to week 11 of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and Matthew Dangles. D'Angelo Antonio, we got a big show for you. It's getting close. It's getting to November. We had games with a little little snow drizzlings last week. A little bit of snow falling down in these games. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas football. Ooh, it's getting good. So More this, like playoff football, I should say. This show is all about Post the playoffs. Post-Halloween football. This show is all about the playoffs. We're going to be breaking down the playoff picture and where the teams stand right now and where those teams that are in the hunt, what they have to get to in order to put themselves into the playoffs picture as we go along. Dangles is going to give us some fun bets in the King of the Coast rankings where he still barely has units left to play with. Dangles, you're coming back though this week. I'm feeling it. Can I buy back in if <laughs> I spend all my units before the end of the season? Negative. If you if you, if you you lose all <laughs> your units, you're just become the automatic dealer. You're shuffling the cards first and dealing to me and Drew. Great. Shape of the Sharp, however, in the King of the Coast rankings is debuting a new segment for this show. We are going to gambling school, Drew. You're going to teach me and Dangles and the listeners because you've been wanting to do it the past few weeks, yelling at people for stupid moves. Now yes. I'm going to give you a whole segment to let your I'm theory so glad, fly. I'm so glad we're doing this 11 weeks into the NFL well, exactly. season after it's, I've wasted you know, half of my bankroll. It's basically <laughs> going to be like a, a trade program, you yes. know, kind of like a NASM personal training certification. Very quick, uh, but you're going to learn a lot. I like it. I'm looking I forward to can't wait. coming to the classroom. Can't I like wait. it. I like it a lot. We also have the pick'em section coming later in the show where yours truly has taken the crown as the oh, leader, boy. but I'll tell you, it was not a good week for anybody. We Jeez. also have gravestones. We put a team into the ground saying they won't make the playoffs, and we have a very special guest, a very special guest joining us for some segments of the show. We'll introduce him later, but right now we got to break down these playoff teams because it's starting to get there, guys. The bye weeks are starting to end. All these teams now have the same records as we're going in, and these teams that were undefeated, that had no wins, now they're moving back to the middle of the pack, and we start to see how this breaks down. So... Our goal right now in the opening of this show with Dangles and Drew is I'm going to paint you guys the verbal picture of the season standings right now. I'm going to tell you where the playoff picture is in both the NFC and the AFC. And I want us to decipher right now what the magic number is for all these teams that are so-called in the hunt. My favorite graphic in all of sports is showing those teams who are in the hunt. And our goal right now is to tell you how many losses you're, you need to make the playoffs. And if you have X amount of losses over... So sorry, your season's done in November. So, let's start with the NFC, because I think it's a little bit easier to figure out than the AFC. The first two teams start off with your San Francisco 49ers, previously undefeated San Francisco 49ers, losing to this last Monday Night Football game, one of the best games I've seen all season long, overtime game with the Seahawks. Drew shaking his head because he had San Fran everywhere, but your boy, Tony Cavallo, had the Seahawks, and they pulled through. Number two is also your boy's team, the Green Bay Packers at 8-2. 
Uh, the third seed right now is another good team, the Saints at 7-2, and two, and the Cowboys sitting at 5-4, and four, stealing that division from the Eagles, who are also at 5-4. and four. Put that NFC East over to the side. The Eagles and the Cowboys, they're going to be fighting for themselves. We're not going to talk about them in this section of the podcast because we're going to have weeks to decipher who wins the NFC East and gets that fourth seed. The two wildcard teams, however, are interesting. The Seattle Seahawks, who just beat those San Francisco 49ers, are the five seed at eight and two. And the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are seven and three as the sixth seed. The Minnesota Vikings guys have the second best point differential in the NFC. Second only to those previously undefeated uh, San Francisco 49ers. And also, out of all the teams I just named, Minnesota Vikings are the only ones who are undefeated at home and have six more games remaining, four of which are still at home. What I'm trying to say with all of that is, those five teams, other than the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, those five teams are going to be very hard for the teams who are so-called in the hunt to catch. Okay, the in the hunt teams right now: the Rams, Panthers, Bears, five and four, five and four, four and five, and finally your Lions at three, five and one. Don't Drew, insult us with being in the hunt, Tony. Don't insult us. We're not in the hunt. We're in the grass. This is where I wanted to start. Is those Lions and trying to find the number that you need to get to in order to make the playoffs? With the Vikings at 7-3, and three, with the Seahawks at 8-2, and two, do you think a 3-5-1 team like the Lions, let's say they win out, that's 10-5-1. Do you think that's enough to make the playoffs? Because I don't know if I do. Are we doing gravestones now, or are we saving I'm that for just later? Saying. Okay, thanks. Well, thanks for just, just rubbing the <laughs> By old... The way, uh, the Lions have the Twisting Cowboys, the, the Redskins, the Bears, the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Broncos, is, and the Packers Guys, left. this is simple math. Yes. The minimum wins it'll take to get in the playoffs in the NFC is going to be 10 wins. The Vikings are 7-3. and three. I don't anticipate them being worse than 500 the last six games. That puts them at 10 wins. 10 wins minimum to get the playoffs. So if you're asking me if the Lions went out at 10-5-1 and one and beat Chicago and beat Green Bay mm-hmm. and beat Minnesota, mm-hmm. yes, I will put them in the playoffs at 10-5-1 and one if they went out. Uh, our boy Jeff Driscoll, I'm not sure, is going to lose the promised land, though, Tony. I don't think so either, but you're saying 10-5-1 and one gets you in the playoffs. I have to disagree with you. You think 11? I think it must be 11-5. and five. Because okay. if you look at who they have to catch, the Vikings and the Seahawks, yes, the Vikings and the Seahawks play each other. They also play those two other teams that are leading their division. But even if Minnesota loses those two tough matchups, that's still an 11-5 and five team with the rest of their schedule. Seahawks are the same way. The Rams and the Panthers have a lot of games left angles and a lot of games against these top-tier teams. Do you think, like me, 11-5 and five is the must-have, or do you think a team can lose six and still make it? I think a 10-6 and six team could probably make it into the playoffs and yeah. edge, out, edge out the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I don't, know that they, I don't know if they're as good of a team as everybody makes them out to be. Dangles, really quick, let's go to the AFC because this is a cluster. This oh my is God. a mess. This is a different story. Oh, pa- the only team I care about is already in. Patriots and Ravens <laughs> Patriots and Ravens are looking good. Patriots 8-1, and one, Ravens 7-2, and two and on fire. The third seed right now is a Houston Texans coming off the bye and getting better as they did the 6-3 and three Houston Texans. Big game this week, however. Uh, Four-seed Kansas City Chiefs losing and losing and losing at home with or without Mahomes. The fifth seed right now are your Buffalo Bills at 6-3, and three, falling fast. And the sixth seed somehow... Some way. Don't ask me how. Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers win a tiebreaker to get a six seed. Here's the thing, guys. I'm going to spoil it right now. I think if you go 10 and six, you're in the playoffs in the AFC. A little bit different than the NFC. If you go to nine and seven, however, I think a nine and seven team makes it, and I think there's going to be a lot of tiebreakers involved because the teams that are in the hunt 
Raiders, Colts, five and four each. Titans, five and five, only because they've played more game. And the Titans are hotter than anybody right now with Ryan Tannehill behind Three and there. one since Tannehill's been a quarterback. And, well, it does not take away from Derrick Henry either, who's yeah. been yes. an absolute monster. Played great. But you cannot overlook either the Jaguars, who are four and five with Nick Foles coming back and have a chance to beat teams in their division to climb up these rankings. The Chargers at four and six with the same way. Even the Browns and the, uh, the Broncos, as crappy as those teams are, have paths to the playoffs here. I'm kicking the Jets out. Other than I don't know what Sam Donald was thinking. Yeah. I'm kicking the Jets out. They're but there's keeping so Adam many Gase teams. Too. That's a dumb decision. There's so many teams that can jump up and take over the Steelers and the Bills, and all these teams will play each other. You guys know how I feel about the Bills. I see the Bills falling. Instead of asking what number do you think these AFC teams can be, pick one of those in the hunt teams that you think can take over the Steelers and the Bills. Oh, well, it's funny, Tony. I actually was on the way here, I was thinking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've been down on them the whole yes. year. Do you realize I just did the math very quickly? There are four losses. There are four losses. The the teams they've lost to, their combined record, thirty one and six. Yeah. Are they, they kind of good? Because they, they, they don't pass the eye test for me. They no. suck. No. Their offense is terrible. Now, Mika Fitzpatrick, how about this? 13, 21 explosive plays f- through the first three weeks for the Steelers. Since Mika's been there, they have 13 in the last six games. I still think it's my, unbelievable. It, no, that, that, is, that is an incredible stat. My favorite uh, stat involving Minka Fitzpatrick is that he has two touchdowns this year to Odell Beckham Jr.'s one. Yeah. Saying that, I don't <laughs> buy them for a playoff team. I do not buy them. I, 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 I do because of their defense. Yeah. Third and oh, DVOA right now. Third and DVOA. New England and San Fran are the top two, and they're playing cupcakes. Pittsburgh I, has had a crazy hard schedule, and they're still doing what well, they're doing. Well, and let me put another feather in that cap because they have had a crazy hard schedule, but the rest of the way is pretty much cake. The Browns, the Bengals, the Browns, the Cardinals, the wow. Bills, the Jets, and then the Ravens. The Ravens are the only team I'm truly concerned about. And they'll about have a bye in Week 17 and probably rest. rest. Yeah, so with that schedule looking out, and I'm looking at some of these other teams that could maybe bounce them out, uh, the Raiders do not have a good good stretch they have to play the chiefs the jaguars the chargers and the and the broncos just to name a couple see i was the going to, i was going the complete opposite i really think, i like pittsburgh i think buffalo is the team that falls because of the schedule they have i yeah. see four losses on that remaining schedule which would bring them to nine and seven i see oakland sneaking in because oakland has a lot of games in oakland and they're playing better than people think i think oakland sneaks in as the sixth seed. i think the obvious choice here would clearly be the colts with a healthy jacoby Brissett and ty hilton i think if they if they get them back I still think they're a threat with the division with the Texans having to play the Ravens this Sunday in Baltimore. I still like the Colts very much to get in the playoffs, but it's obviously so contingent on the health of their starting quarterback. Even, Brian Hoyer was embarrassing, by the way, and I had the Dolphins. He was embarrassing. Very bad. Even with Jacoby Brissett, you got to look at who they're playing. Their worst team that they're playing is at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 3-6. and six. Otherwise, everyone's in division and close to 500 or above for the Colts. It's tough sledding for almost everybody. The Titans have a ridiculously hard schedule yep. coming up. Yeah. Look for them to fall apart. But again, my pick is Oakland. Do you guys have a team you want to throw out there? I'll, I'll, I'll take the Colts. I like the Titans to be sneaky, I guess, if we're going to keep things different up. I mean, I mean, look, you know, Ryan Tannehill has been very good. Derrick Henry has been very good. That defense has been consistent all year long. Uh, Mike Vrabel's got them playing at a high level. I think they could be sneaky, just as sneaky as the Colts or the Raiders. All right, let's move on to the next section. We talked about the Lions and the NFC breakdown of the playoff picture, and we kind of wrote them off, but we brought in a heavy, heavy Detroit Lions fan. Daytime TV star Brett Green is here with us today. Very very excited to talk Ooh, to him about the NFL. Say, Shaver the Sharp's best buddy. Shaver the Sharp's Come best on, buddy. Bro. He's a returning guest on this podcast. He does love those Detroit Lions, and he's here to talk about those Lions and also talk about one of the best bets he's ever made in his life, the biggest win he's had. But first, Brett, welcome back. Oh, thank you so much. Guys, this show is incredible. I was here last year, 
and uh, and I love the new spin. I love the gambling aspect of it. This uh, this degenerate gambler to my left here right. um, oh, yeah. has taught me everything I know about uh, <laughs> about gambling. <laughs> yeah, we go to we go to Vegas a couple times a year, and I'm always asking Drew for advice on what I should do, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't listen to any of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually steer clear, go the other way. Yeah, um, of course. But yeah, no, I love I love being here. This, uh, thanks for having me. Now I take it you're more of a uh, you're not like the seasoned gambler that Drew is. You're not betting on everything, but if it's it's available to you, you'll take. A, you'll take a run at something. Right. So I started gambling in college, right. uh, thanks to him, uh, on Bodog, BodogLife.com, I believe it was, back in the <laughs> of day. Of course. I and, know Bodog yeah, Life. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I started gambling. I was I was to the point where I was gambling on, like, you know, you get addicted, you win, and you want to keep going. Oh, yeah, I was gambling going. on, like, regular season NBA games, uh, no, you know, no, like no. rooting oh, for, like, yes. missed free throws. Yep, and I'm just like, trouble. oh, dude, that's, I'm like, I got to take a, take a look in the mirror. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not, like, the most experienced gambler in the world. But, you know, I'm like anybody. I love winning a buck, especially yeah. if it's on a football game. So, um, yeah, I'm into it. Now, if Michigan, if you go home in Michigan or, or if you're living out here in California and they start to legalize this stuff, it starts to become available at your everyday bar, your everyday restaurant, your everyday sports bar. Do you see yourself as going to watch, like, the Monday Night Football game and throwing a, a $5 bill down on the side of the over or something like that? Absolutely. See, I Absolutely. Think- if, I can make a, if I can make a bet at a bar yeah. or, I mean, even uh, I, I heard the other day at the new stadium they're going to have, like, a sports book in yep. the new stadium. It was yep. like, yeah. I mean, that I sounds— I mean, shit, dude. If they did that, you could get me to bet. Exactly. Like, I mean— that's, that's yeah. you know you're there. I think part of that's it is saying. part of it is is the um, I do want to be Vegas. How difficult it is to you know when you go to Vegas, you go to a sports book, you make your bet. It's so easy. Yeah. Um. Here you got to have a guy. You got to know a site. You got to you know what I mean it's it's just a mm-hmm. little um tricky. Yeah. Um. So if yeah if they made it a little easier where it was literally like here's my cash, take my bet, and if I win, let me let me get my money. Like yeah. that would be the coolest thing ever. And you go to Shea for the Sharp School of Gambling. That's right. <laughs> let, let, let me just let me just uh, say this one quick thing about Brett here. Uh, recently got married. Uh, Congratulations! It, Thank be- you. Beautiful, Congrats. beautiful, 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 uh, lovely weekend in, in La Hala, uh, San Diego. I was his best man. Mm. Uh, I asked if anyone else is available. He didn't answer that question, but uh, you know, I <laughs> he said was absolutely. the best man how, for the day. How, yeah, how, how long? Day? How long was that speech? Eight and a half minutes. It was. I got it, down to six. It was long. Yeah, it was good though. <laughs> I got good. down to six. I was prepared. You know, my, I my, my notes. dad took a bullet. My dad actually made his speech even shorter so Drew could have more time. That's right. He did. He referenced <laughs> that. Man. He said, "I'm gonna get off the stage so Drew can have more time." I appreciate that. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, Drew. Drew's um, got a seven-minute comedy set he's got for you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna Brett, test out some material here. <laughs> I, I've known Brett for over a dozen years now. I wish I could uh, count how many times he has informed me, either in person, or in text, or over the phone, how he is "quote unquote." I'm done caring about this shit, man. I'm done with the lines. It's just it. It you know, it's not worth it. You know, they don't do anything for you. You know, every <laughs> year. And then this year, of all of all things, we lose that game. The opening weekend, we're in Vegas yep. at his bachelor party. Yep. Uh, Mr. Balzarini was very kind. He bought Brett a $100 money line ticket on that game. They yep. ended up tying. I had to explain to Brett, no, on a money line uh, ticket, you don't uh, push for a tie. That's a loss. <laughs> That's you got to win. Loss. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, and he said, I'm done with this shit, bro. I'm done with it. Little did we know, we got him back in. And, of course, on my birthday, a couple weeks later, the Monday night game, Tony, you were there. Um, he has since, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's taken more forget, of a uh, recreational What, what game was that on Monday night? Uh, the Lions played the Packers. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so quit too. So it's just funny as a Lions fan, knowing a fellow Lions fan, this is a way of life. Is it not, Brett? Brett, let, let me ask about that. I want to jump on that because we've had, in all four sports, we've had teams like the Houston Astros, big, big team in the news right now, but we've <laughs> had fan bases that have lost forever, that have lost forever, that come up and win that one big one, and finally you're there. 
as a Detroit Lions fan, you guys have not won a playoff game since I since barely any of us were born. Right. You still wake up every before every season with that same glimmer of hope, and I think the true fans always are hoping for that glimmer to be there, and it's hard to have that dashed out every year. Are you willing to jump off the bus and be like, you know what, if Detroit makes a run in five years, good for them, I want to be have nothing to do with it? Or do you are you okay with the suffering year in and year out for that hopefully one day at the promised land? God, when you put it like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have to. I could never, um, in good faith, write them off and say I'm never I mean I've said it many times where I'm just like I'm over it yeah uh, you know when the when the season starts and everybody's zero and zero you're yeah. like all right there's this is chance. gonna be yeah, yeah there's a chance and not even like this is our year but it's like all right we could, if we win nine maybe we sneak in whatever yeah. and um and it's just like every year around like week six week seven <laughs> you start to realize for the Lions you're like it's not happening this year. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like they make some stupid push at the end of the year to win enough games to get a shitty draft pick. Yep. And um it just like it's just like groundhog day, man. It's every year it's the same thing. But to answer your question, no. I would never just um a hundred percent write them off. I mean, I've 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 given away all my uh jerseys. Yes, I know that. Um I've 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 sort of stopped caring. I told my wife when we first met, I'm like, Yeah, I'm not really a football fan and then the poor girl's gotta watch the football game with me every Sunday yep. morning at ten o'clock. But yep. um there's something about it where I'm like, I have to watch the game. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It doesn't matter how many point dogs they are. I'm yeah. like, I got to watch it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm hooked. I feel you. I feel you. And especially if it hooks you young, you're there, you're there for the rest of your life, whether that team's Ugh. good or whether that team's bad. Uh, but, uh, Brett, back to the gambling side of things. Drew and uh, you, have you've been gambling with each other for a while, sometimes you take bets against your buddy. Me and Drew have had a couple of beer bets on this show. Uh, do you have a story about uh, one of the best bets you've ever made in your life and sort of the comeuppance from it? Yeah. So Drew and I moved from Michigan to Phoenix, Arizona back yeah. in like 2010, I think it was. 2010. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we moved out there just wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, no clue what we are getting ourselves into. Started making pretty good money. Um, you know, we, we got put up in this amazing penthouse by this really weird boss that we had. Um, <laughs> and so we just, we, we were living the life, man. We were like 23 years old, making too much money. He didn't have any rent and so we had some extra money to throw around and it's the best weekend in phoenix it's it's the waste management open mm. and the super bowl in the same weekend wow. and so we Big go time. out and we're you know we're, we're out there at the at the waste management open just just having a freaking blast you know what i mean in that environment there's something super special about it so it's that kind of weekend you know what i mean i my my brother and uh his buddy were supposed to come in for the weekend my yep. brother last minute couldn't come but the the buddy who none of us knew very well still came random dude hanging out with us so uh he's there and we're just having a good old time that was the that was the night of uh outback steakhouse yep. Yep. i got absolutely laid out in a parking lot by my buddy's my brother's buddy just the weirdest w weekend. So anyway, it's Super Bowl Sunday. The Patriots are playing the Giants again. Yep. I had won money in 2008 on the uh, on the Super Bowl when the, the Giants, Giants won yep. with the, the, the David Tyree catch on the helmet. Yep. And so I was like, you know, I, I, I like I like the Giants in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. It's I'm going to turn my out. mic down while I mutter. <laughs> it's worked out well for me once before. So Drew, uh, being a Tom Brady fanatic, uh, was full on the Gronk train. Mm -hmm. Loved it, and so Drew's like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta take the, the Pats on this one. And he mm -hmm. was gonna make a bet through a bookie or through something. And I was like, I'll take that action. <laughs> and and Drew's like, Well, I was planning on going pretty big. Like I said, we were making a little too much money for yeah. for that age. And uh, I'm like, How big are you thinking? And uh, and Drew's like, I was thinking like 500. Mm. And I'm like. Okay, I'm a I'm an amateur gambler. Yeah. But 
let's roll the dice, let's sure. do it. So this is straight up. No, I, I, right? It was straight up. Oh, no, we, we well here. I was of course Schaefer the Sharp was getting value because I believe the Patriots were two and a half point dogs. Yes. Or sorry, two and a half point favorites. Yes, they, they were two and a half point yep. favorites. Brett goes, I like him straight up. I said, you know they're the points. He goes, I don't want the points. I said, I in good faith cannot take that bet. So like gentlemen, we each went to the bank. We pulled out five bills. We put it right in the table for us to see. And tell us what happened, Brett. Money's on the table, and I think you guys know what happened. I actually just watched the highlights before I came oh. here so I could see. Yeah, super, super, Mario Manningham super is Mario what happened. Mario Manningham made that catch on the sideline. I side remember line. it well. It was incredible. But then, And then we were talking earlier. Drew and I had, had lunch, uh, and, I, and I was talking about that Hail Mary at the end of that game when I'm holding my breath because yep. if anybody knows about Hail Marys, it's you. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the best of uh. all time. But Tom Brady's got an arm too, so he throws this thing up there, and I'm watching it in slow motion today. And I see, I see Aaron Hernandez, rest in peace, up there. Uh, yeah, he, well. he, he tips, he tips the ball, yep. and, and, and <laughs> Gronk makes a diving right attempt at it, and it literally, <laughs> my heart murderer. stopped. It was right. My there. heart stopped for for like a second because I'm like, oh yeah, of course they're gonna win the Super Bowl on a fucking hail mary, and uh, and and luckily they didn't, and here I am, five hundred dollars richer. I still wow. have still have that money. Yeah, um, yeah, haven't spent it. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it, it. It's up on my wall. Instead of four hundred one k. But but the, but I, I'll tell you what though. As a guy who lost that bet, it feels so much better giving it to your best buddy. <laughs> you know, you cut off the middle. It's did like, it, hey, man. Did it, you know what? Dinner's on you, pal. Did it, yeah, though? I like that. I like that story, though. And now, yeah. now Brett, we're going to put you off to the side. You get to listen to us make fools of ourselves a little bit more. We're going to bring you back, however, to make another $500 for your best bet section. You'll be playing the guest host. 500000 bro. All right. Well, and before I go, if I learn anything from the show, no no talking about last week. All right? We're looking forward. That's looking right. Forward. Okay, we're not airing our grievances. Correct. We're always <laughs> looking forward. All right. And Brett will be looking forward to the best bet section, King of the Coast. But up next, Gravestones. And we are back now for the Gravestone section. This is the part of the podcast where every host puts a team into the ground each week saying they will not make the playoffs this calendar year. We've had a lot of teams that we put down. We're in week 11. Right now, the Grave Pool consists of eight teams, Washington, Arizona, New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons. We've all killed those teams throughout the weeks. In the AFC, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, and Denver Broncos. Every one of those teams kiboshed. I'm going first this week. Dangles is going second. Drew's going third. It's based on the last week. Pick them that order. The reason we have an order is because once I pick a team, these other two dopes can't pick that team this week. We only do one conference a week, and yours truly is choosing the NFC. So without any further ado, let's do Gravestones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Holy Mother of Lombardi Church. And as we step up to the pigskin altar to sacrifice another team, I just would like this, this to be known, that at one point in this fine NFL season, yours truly put money on this team to actually make the playoffs. Oh, Tony, don't do it to me, bud. And today, he co-signs that he has lost said bet in early November. With our guest here? BG, I'm happy you're here. Ouch. But your Detroit Lions Ouch. are not making the playoffs. Ouchies. Uh. In 2019. And that is all I have to say about that. Dangles, you're up next, and in the past you've killed the Chicago Bears as well as every team in the grave pool. The field is yours. 
Today I'm going to be heading back to my former residence of Florida to kill Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ouch. It's not the year this year, unfortunately, that they hoped it would be. Jameis Winston can't figure out whether he wants to throw 40 touchdowns or 40 interceptions. He might just do both yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. But hey, they figured out who their running back is, so that's something. Ronald Jones. If you would, trade for him in fantasy if you can get him. Yeah. Pick, pick yeah. him off of waivers. Yeah. yeah. Could be good. Drew, you, you can't touch Tampa. You can't touch Detroit. Well, that's convenient. You've already killed the Bears. Yeah. Where are you going? Th- those are my first two choices today, boys, but I guess you should pick more than two winners in the weekly pick them. <laughs> Hard to argue with that logic. Guys, I am... I have no choice here. There's a lot of teams left. I have tough. no choice here. I have two I five and four gonna, teams. I know what you're going to do. Of course. And I think it's You smart. guys like to sign off, say, ram it. I'm going to say, yeah. wow, cram it. No. Wow. I think that's a Mr. Goff does a lot of Sports Center commercials. Very funny. Great chemistry with Linda Cohn. <laughs> nice lady I've been watching since I've been a wee boy. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're dunzo. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> the Rams are dunzo. And just so you guys know, I worked on Stan Kroenke's fucking yacht last year, and he did not tip me, and I don't like that man. And he took him out of St. Louis. Wow. The Rams are done. Wow. They only have a 17% chance of They're making done. the playoffs, according to ESPN's Football Power So let's, let's, let's sign off, as we do each week, mm-hmm. in Gravestones, by saying a good old hearty ram it. Lions suck. Left Coasters. And we are back now to full volume, the left Coast Gamblers, Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and we are now here at the Pick'em section where we pick every game of every week, and we keep our tally throughout the season. So far, Dangles has the best week, only having three losses all the way back in week one. We were hot. We were so hot. We were doing so well. Guys, last week, last week I won by going four and nine. Shut up. That was the best week out of all of us. I went four and nine. You two dopes went three and ten. So we're not allowed this section, this pick'em section, we have a suspension laid down. You are not allowed to give more than one sentence to pick these games because we don't what? deserve to give our opinion what? on these games. You we're go three and ten. You the... went three and ten. We bet. Did I really go three and three ten? Three and ten. Oh, Lord. I, you know, I bet games, Tony, not teams. Three you know. and ten. All right. Playing for now Buffalo Nichols here. You know, now so, that's fair. That's fair. I don't want to talk after unless, three and ten. Unless there's money. a big-ass game that we actually need to dive into and pick apart, one-sentence answers for the pick you make it good, and if you do well, maybe I'll give you time next week. Start off on Thursday, Dangles. Interesting. Considering you're not the one controlling the microphones as well. Thursday night, Steelers at the Browns at First Energy Stadium on the water in Cleveland. The Steelers are underdogs in this game, yes. by the way. Two yes, points. They are. Two points as of the recording of this podcast at the Browns. Uh, again, mentioned earlier in the podcast, Minka Fitzpatrick, the Pittsburgh defensive back, has one more touchdown, double, in fact, the touchdowns that uh, OBJ has this year. And you just doubled the amount of sentences I was going to allow you to use to pick this game. No, now, we who do you have we winning? Weren't, we weren't picking it. I'm taking the Steelers away. The Absolutely. Steelers. Yeah. yeah, the Browns stink. Drew? Alligator mouth towards... Mike Tomlin, other side, Freddie Kitchens. What was that? A fucking Pittsburgh haiku. Steelers. Are you writing a haiku? <laughs> hey, he paid attention. Thank he you. paid attention. Thank you, Tony. 
Uh, I'm picking Cleveland because, as we did in the, uh, as we pointed out in the beginning of this show with the playoff picture, they lose this game. They're out of the playoff picture. Cleveland's going to win this game at home and upset Pittsburgh, even though they're a favorite right now. That was a run-on sentence. That was a hell of a run-on, Tony. Impressive, impressive. All right, uh, let's take the eight and a half hour drive south. Yes. To Carolina, Charlotte, to be specific, the Queen City. The Falcons are in town at Bank of America Stadium to take on the Panthers, the Cam Newtonless Panthers. The Panthers have surprisingly one of the worst run defenses in the league, but a guy named Brian Hill ain't going to do anything for Atlanta because of that. Carolina's winning this game. I'm also taking Carolina winning this game. Christian McCaffrey's going to go off. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, helps ailing Falcons. Falcons fly. <laughs> I believe that means he's picking Atlanta. Dangles, next game. All right, uh, next up we have the Dallas Cowboys in Detroit at Ford Field in front of Martha to take on the Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got the two Detroit fans loving that. In front of Martha. Honestly, Drew and BG, if, uh, if, if Jeff Driscoll didn't lose the season last week, I really think Detroit has a chance to win this game against Dallas. I do want to spend a little bit of time breaking this down. This is obviously Detroit's season, even though we talked about how they don't have a chance, even if they went out to make these playoffs according to our calculations. But do you think Detroit, am I the only one sitting here going Detroit has a chance to win this game? Uh, Jeff Jeff Driscoll Driscoll plays, it's over. If Matt Stafford comes back, there's a chance. The game's off the board right now in Vegas because they don't know who's playing. He's got broken bones in his back. Yeah. Yeah. They're 3-5-1. What? good does it do to play him right right i mean it doesn't Come do well on. to play him but if he can play and he wants to play if he can they play can of, beat course they can win. of course he's just not gonna play okay i guess it depends on where matt patricia's mindset is right okay. if i know matt patricia he probably doesn't want to lose i think matt stafford's gonna play if he's able to play even though his back isn't where it needs to be so with yeah. that said i'm still gonna take dallas yeah. i think they're gonna be sour about the way they lost that game to minnesota and uh yeah they're gonna win yeah, I'm going to pick Dallas as well because it looks like it's going to be Driscoll. Drew? Broken bones <laughs> equals broken hearts in the Motor City. Cowboys. You sound like Kevin Malone from The Office when he decides like not to use as many words. When me president, they see. They see. <laughs> He's just following rules. He's I'm just not even speaking rules. when it's not my turn, Dangles. I'm Dangles, just going for it. Dangles, what's okay, next? What's right, the mileage here? I didn't do the mileage from okay, Detroit guesstimate. to Indianapolis. That's okay. Maybe like 400, Four hours, yeah. 400, 400 miles. I don't know. Uh, it's an AFC South matchup. The Jaguars at the Colts. Even with Jacoby, I'm picking Nick Foles to come back and win this game. Look for the Jaguars to make a late season run. Jacksonville. Now nah, that vaunted defense doesn't exist anymore. Jacoby's back and he's going to go nuts all over him. Give me the Colts. Mm. Uh, Drew, break the tie. Big Dick Nick. Flaccid in return, go horse. <laughs> Drew, we might have you just do this the yeah, rest of the yeah, season. No, this is the only way you're allowed to pick games anymore. Dangles, what's next? <laughs> All right, uh, another division matchup. This time it's the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami taking on the Dolphins. I might be talking about this game a little bit later, but right now let's take Buffalo. Yeah, definitely Buffalo. A marine mammal facing a bison on land dies. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> God. Okay. All right. Dangles, back to you. Fantastic. All right. Uh, Let's hop on I-95, go north exactly 1,100 miles. Exactly? Exactly. Isn't it weird how that works out? Exactly 1,100 miles to Baltimore, M&T Bank Stadium. Good game. The hottest team in the NFL right now, Lamar Jackson. He's got women's knees weak, men wearing (laughs) sunglasses, wearing number eight jerseys. This guy's the toast of the NFL right now. The Texans are in town with their own mobile quarterback who can do magical things, too. 
Yep. Who wins this one? Feel free to talk about this game because this is a big one when it comes down to the AFC. Both these teams, in my opinion, are playoff teams and will be playing again in January. But in this situation, Houston coming off a bye, going into Baltimore. It's It looks like Houston has a chance here, but Baltimore is the hottest team in the world. They might be the hottest team in the NFL. I'm picking Lamar Jackson to continue to wow, and I think the Lamar Jackson versus Russell Wilson debate is going to control the rest of this year. These two guys are the best players in the world right now, and they're going to be vying for that MVP Lamar wins this game, although Deshaun puts up a fight. Baltimore. I'm going to take the Ravens at home. I just think I think I think Jackson's too much of an X factor. Nobody's been able to figure him out yet. There have been teams that have been able to figure out Deshaun Watson. The answer is sack the guy. He won't do anything. Like that's how you fix that's how you fix a problem. We haven't figured out how to stop Lamar Jackson. They haven't figured out how to freaking tackle the guy. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think and the Ravens again are just they're just feeling themselves right now at every level of football. Ravens land on horns of Texans signifying they'll be on top. We need someone that speaks in tongues to come in here and, and translate for us. Dangles, I believe he took Baltimore. I think that was Baltimore. Uh, so, let's, so let's move forward. Okay, uh, next up we've got the Denver Broncos at the boat in Minneapolis taking on the Purple People Eaters and uh, Vikings. Uh, I hope Minnesota proves me right the way I've talked about them in the beginning of the podcast and doesn't overlook this team, but they're going to win. Yeah, I think they're going to win as well. I did say they weren't as good as everybody thinks they are, but I think they're better than this Broncos team. Yeah. Delvin Cook is very fast. Vikings. Moving on, uh, we have the New York Jets at the Washington Redskins. Oof. Yeah. Woof. I do not want to watch this game. Woof. This This game will not be getting rotated in on, on, on Red Sunday Zone. ticket. No, it won't. I actually did some research on this game because I was looking to pick it. Uh, but I will say the Jets, as bad as they are, have the 11th-ranked DVOA rush defense. And all Washington wants to do is run the ball with Darius Geis. And Dwayne Haskins is not going to be able to get any room whatsoever. The Jets win this game running away. Yeah, I think the Jets win this one, too. Sam Darnold, as Dangle stated, puts his mouth on something. <laughs> Don't put, Jets your mouth, win. Don't, don't put your mouth Jets on stuff. Jets win. Dangles, what's next? All right. Uh, this is the last of the uh, morning slate, or I suppose early afternoon slate if you're yep. watching on the East Coast. Uh, and it is an NFC South matchup between the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. God, at what Ray an J. egg. What an egg New Orleans laid. That was miserable. There's no chance they do that two weeks in a row, New Orleans. They can't, right? They did, I believe, just lose one of their... T- top offensive lineman Andrews, Andrews Pete, Pete to a broken arm which yeah. is going to sideline him I think I read six weeks that's a big one uh, which is definitely huge a lot of the New Orleans success obviously rests on protecting Drew Brees making sure he doesn't get hit yep. and giving him time to make those throws I still think New Orleans is the better team here even on the road in front of probably a raucous Bucks crowd they're not going to win big run on sentence by Dangles what do you got Drew no risk it no biscuit Tampa Bay it's no chance New Orleans loses two weeks in a row. Drew. I can't, no chance. I can't imagine that'll work that's... out as well as your Cincy Bengals. Uh, cannot imagine tease. that's happening. All right, Dangles. Let's move on to the afternoon slate, uh, and we begin with Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals mm. against Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers coming off a loss yes. that they really yes. just shouldn't have. They yes. must be kicking themselves this week because yes. they know they had that game in the bag. Yeah, my fourth best bet of the week, however, is Arizona plus eleven and a half because I think Arizona is frisky. However, they're not going to win this game after San Fran. San Fran's not getting surprised two weeks in a row. San Fran wins. No, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be upset. Uh, well, is upset. I think he said on record about how he played last week. He they're was terrible. N- oh, is, not, he, is he they're, upset? They're not gonna, he was terrible. They're, he was terrible. They're not going to lose again, 49ers. I hate San Francisco, <laughs> but I do think they will win. 
San Fran, San Fran, San Fran. A lot of these games, guys, we're trying to make this quick, but a lot of these games are the same. Uh, we never do well when we all pick the same. No, Dangles, it's, what's it's next? not good. All right, next up, a much shorter journey than we're used to taking, gentlemen. We're only driving a half an hour from Levi Stadium to the Oakland County Coliseum hmm. where we find the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Oakland Raiders. Oakland. Yeah. Next. Oakland. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Drew. <laughs> Last game of the afternoon slate. Cannot wait for this. The New England Patriots at the Philadelphia Eagles. We have a rematch of the Super Bowl from two years ago. Taking the Patriots here. This is a revenge game for them. Absolutely, 100%. They're also a way better team, and I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be able to navigate that defense. They're coming off the bye. They're feeling fresh. Jamie Collins was doing backflips off of mats in practice this week. Be afraid, Philadelphia Eagles. You are going to lose it's by a, hell, a lot. Hell of a handicap, Dangles. Drew, you want to go? Yeah. Coming off a bye. Coming off a bye after a straight-up loss. I pretty much haven't lost. So, New England Patriots. Uh, one team wants this more. To borrow a quote from a, a phrase from one of my favorite content people out there, Dave Portnoy, hungry dogs run, run faster. Philly's going to surprise people in this game. Philly's a well-put-together team. Their pass defense is terrible, but Carson Wentz can actually play the game and will beat this New England defense. Wow. I'm picking Philly All right. to win. All Shocks right. me, the dude. Interesting. Yep. Very, very, yeah. very, very, very interesting. Tell me how I haven't heard that phrase before, hungry dogs run faster. Every time I lay a dog down, I'm just going to bark that at the TV. Hungry dogs run faster! Hungry dog runs faster, baby. I love that. We Sunday love night. We love you, Prez. All right, Sunday night, it's the Chicago Bears taking on the recently killed by Drew Los Angeles Rams, 17% to make the playoffs, Los Angeles Rams. This was supposed to be a much better game, yeah. I think, when the NFL made this schedule. This was supposed to be two insane defenses going at yeah. it, two great offensive minds. Not to take anything away from Matt Nagy and, 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 and Sean McVay because they are great offensive minds, but these two teams have not performed up to par this uh, this year. I'm still taking the Los Angeles Rams to win this one. I just think they're the better football team. I'm done taking the Los Angeles Rams everywhere. I think the wow. Los Angeles Rams are... Even to the point where you'll take the Bears and Mitch Trubisky. I think the Los Angeles Rams are uh, are, are name alone right now. We want them to be great. We want McVay to come back and have this offense be ticking because we saw greatness. We saw actual greatness with this team last year. We keep expecting it to come back. Guys, we're 10 weeks, 11 weeks into the season. This Rams team is not the Rams team from barely a year ago. It's not the same team. Chicago is going to win this game because the Rams are no better than a 500 team in Chicago. Again, hungry dog runs faster. I hate Mitch Trubisky. I think he sucks. They're going to win this, this game. This is bad, you guys. Drew, if, wow. If he's willing to take the Bears that, and just completely give up on the Rams. There's nothing to give up on. No. They're an empty team. They're an empty that's, team. That's bad. Todd Gurley's not the same anymore, and it ruins the whole deal. He's a, Brandon Cooks has nothing to take the top off the defense. Ruins the whole deal. And, and you Cooper saw Cup didn't catch a ball last balls, week. Yeah. He's the best, one of the best receivers in the land. If the if the offense doesn't have the fa- the the assets to make the defense guess what they're doing, they're a wipe away. Jared Goff can't beat him alone. I'm sorry. Chicago wins. Drew, break <sighs> the tie. Los Angeles Rams because I have to. Angles, where is this game on Monday? Well, let me tell you, Tony. It's hard to breathe. Don't drink the water. Yeah. Who 
wants a Corona with a lime. I do. Chips and salsa Corona with a lime. We're going back to Estadio Azteca. Yep. To talk about to talk a about great game. What should be a really fun a great game. game. What should be a really fun game. Maybe the game of the week besides Patriots-Eagles. It is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. A very fun quote, game. Quote-unquote at. at the Los Angeles Chargers. In Mexico Chargers. City. Los, I saw, Los Chiefs y Los Chargers. It seems, <laughs> it, seems, it seems so long ago. That Thursday night game against the Raiders and Chargers. I yeah. love this tweet I saw. The last drive that the Chargers had it said. It looks like Philip Rivers is making up plays in the huddle. <laughs> Listen, the Chargers are in trouble. The Chargers are in trouble. They are also in that need-to-win mode. They love playing these Chiefs. They always play them straight up, no matter what the records are of these teams. However, even with Studio Azteca and those ravenous fans ready for some American football to come down, there's no chance this game is even close. I am picking Pat Mahomes to go down to Mexico and spread the good word of the American football and win the game so bad against these shitty, shitty Chargers. They've been talked to go to L.A. They've been talked to go to London. After this game, they might stay in Mexico and play the rest of their slate there. It's all over. Dangles? Yeah. Um, so I'm where you're at with the Los Angeles Chargers. I, I am with the Chargers where you're at with the Rams, I yep. should say. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm done with this team. They have no identity. They're fucking boring to watch. Phil Rivers is terrible. We're going to find him in a honky-tonk down in Mexico drinking a shot for every one of his fucking children after the end of all this. He's awful. That team is awful. The Chiefs are winning. Fuck you guys. Um, Andy Reid more than likely crushes Taco Tuesdays. The Chiefs. And with that, that is the pick'em section, and we'll go now to the king of the coast. And we are back now, the Left Coast Gamblers. The Left Coast Gamblers, we make our money and we make you money on this show because every week we give you three best bets. Each host gives you three best bets for the NFL slate, and we play a season-long game. Started off with 100 units and are playing with those units throughout the season to see who can make the most money and make you money in return. Dangles, don't listen to Dangles right now unless he's talking about the Patriots because Dangles is now down to 73 and a half units as the novice better, the newbie, the one just touching, trotting, treading into the water of betting. Dangles, you got anything to say for yourself before we move forward? 73 and a half units on the year. I mean, I've never sold myself as the betting one on this <laughs> podcast. Listen to me for football advice, not for betting advice. Um, but I'm learning as I go along. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Exactly. And, and I don't feel bad about the bets that I've made. I've had, I think I've had some really bad beats this year. I feel like I've made some smart bets and I've gotten screwed on a couple of them by the Detroit Lions. Oh, for example, Dangles, how about all <laughs> of us? Uh, can I talk now, Tony? No. You don't ever put a muffler in shape of the sharp. If, in case you didn't know, I was. Fucking talking in one sense, it was killing me. So I'm hoping I'm hope you're glad that I can talk now freely, freely, and the training wheels are off. You do not put a muffler on shape of the sharp. We don't bet the Lions with Jeff Driscoll, guys. All three of us bet him. Now yep. we record this on Wednesday nights yep. because we want to have it in your ears by Thursday to yep. give you ready for the weekend. We don't know. We don't know, Lions. Tell us that Stafford might not play because he's got they I don't are, know, they are actually investigating in that, are they not? Yeah, they, they, should be. they are looking he's into He's got broken vertebrae <laughs> in his back. And in you're telling back. me they didn't know he by Wednesday? Play. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm elevating. I'm just saying, don't feel bad about the Lions bet dangles, and don't hate the Lions for it. It's not their fault. I don't hate the Lions yeah, for Jeff it. Driscoll? I just hate I hate the world me? for it happening. Brett texts me. Brett texts me on Sunday. He goes, Jeff Driscoll? Question mark. Nine fifty nine a.m. I found out that Scott. I legitimately thought he was still with the Bengals. Too. I was like, what? So that's not. I'm I just was saying, starting just, Lions just players in fantasy. So yeah, it was bad. I agree. Some bad beats, but also some bad luck. That's just bad luck. We don't know that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Now that Drew has aired his grievances once again. Thank you. Uh, Shay for the sharp. Uh, I, I, you said I put a muffler on you. I believe you put the muffler on yourself, I did, I did. going three and ten. Uh, oh. You are doing better on the season, King of the Coast. You're up to 127 units. We both lost units the last two weeks. I am at 131 units, barely ahead of you. Now is the time to make some money, though. But before we do, before we go down that road, I want to introduce a new segment to this show. Drew's been complaining for weeks about people hitting the pratfalls of everyday gambling. He wants to lay out some rules, so let's take a quick trip to the Shafe of the Sharp Gambling School. Bankroll management, gentlemen. I gave out a couple long-shot teasers. Don't ask me why I decided to put the Cincinnati Bengals plus 16.5. My advice would be you can play the Bengals if they're 99-point teaser. Yep. If the Bengals are 99-point teaser, play them. This is my advice. I had three top bet sides last week that two or three are winners. Now, over long term, that's going to make you money. I had my best bet, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I had the Miami Dolphins, a 10-point dog, win straight out against the win straight up against the Indianapolis Colts, and I had the San Francisco 49ers laying six and a half. That was a loser. However, two and one, that over a period of time is going to make you money. Mm. What I did, though, incorrectly, and what a lot of people do, is it's fun to make a parlay. It's fun to have a lot of teasers. Those are not going to be profitable over time. Play sides, play totals. If you want to put a little to win a lot, that's one thing. I just think bankroll bankroll management is very important. For example, if you put $100 on a parlay last week, the Falcons, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Steelers, the Vikings, the Jets, all those teams won. Did they not? Yeah, and you'd be an insane person what to take did, that parlay. What did $100 pay out? Anyone want to guess? I'd probably say 3200 Okay, well, it paid out $198,000. It paid out just south of two hundred grand. But Yeah, but no one but, in their right mind would gamble on that. It, 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 my example is real. Those are the odds of winning that bet. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. A six-team money line parlay, $100 paid out just south of $200,000. Now, that guy, who got, God bless him, or lady, I'm sure he's doing great. But I'm saying consider those odds when making those long-shot parlays. And that was Drew's Gambling School, brought to you by the letter G. Yes, thank you, Drew. A bankroll management is huge, and it pays attention to this game, too. We have so many units to spend. you got to make sure you're making the right spend, right bets on the right teams, but also what you're spending makes sense. I went 2-3 and three last week. Only went to even, though, because the two ones I win didn't add up to the max bet that I lost. Try to be better. Try to be better. Try to make you money. But we do have BG back in the studio, in the booth. He's ready to play along with the guest host pick, and we give you 10 units. And you got to spend these 10 units on a bet. Right now, TJ, Thomas Jones-Wortham, senior NBA analyst. We told him to bet NFL games, and he didn't do well. He ended up losing six units on the week, losing six on units Panthers. on the week. I'm pretty sure that was the week they got spanked by the Niners, too, so it was insult not to a injury. Good week. Not a good week. So, BG, you got a, Sorry, not that big of a mountain to climb, but let's go. You've heard us do all the pick'ems. You've heard us argue over the games, but you know the lines in front of you. Where are you spending your 10 units, my buddy? Well, I'm playing with house money. Mm. So, <laughs> that being said... When I Brett, go to- Brett, Brett, real quick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but before you make your bet, just realize this is your second guest host. To actually outperform our first guest host... Your best bet is going to have to lose straight up by less than 38 points. 
Enough beating up TJ, Drew. Okay, Enough sorry. because he said the thing about your nipples. You've been angry about him ever since. I was going to say, TJ's just bitter about the nipple thing. You've been right, angry Drew about is. him ever since. Let him die. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you can cut that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing with house money. Yeah. When I go to Vegas, I do parlays. That's all I do. Me too. Because I'm like, listen, I got a little bit of money. Yep. I want to win a lot of bit of money. How do I do it? I parlay this shit. So clearly you so, didn't go to Drew's gambling. Club. I did not. No, it's okay though. It's a I'm, I'm going to do exactly the opposite of what Drew just told you to do. Me too. So that being said, here's my three team parlay for this week. Mm. I'm going. I was originally going to go with uh, Dallas, but I realized they took that game off the board. It's not fair. I'm not going to pick that game. Okay. Wow. But I, mm, I still would take Dallas if yeah. you're listening. Uh huh. Now, <laughs> my three team parlay. I'm going to take... A three-team. Three-team. Okay. All ten units. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to take those sneaky Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. to cover against Cleveland. I've got them uh, three-point Yep. Dogs. Okay. I like Steelers that. Steelers plus three. Steelers plus three. And then I'm going to go with... Knock on wood if you're with me. I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders because the Bengals are terrible. And I like the Raiders. Yeah. I really do. Not only because I have them in your pool... But I just think I watched Hard Knocks. I like Derek Carr. Uh, Gruden, I could do without. Mm-hmm. But I think that they are a good team, and I also just think Cincinnati is awful. I, yes, I'm they looking are. at a, a, an eight-point spread. Is that what you guys are looking at? Minus eight. I got minus mm-hmm. ten and a half oh, over oh, wow. here. You know what? That's okay. I'll take that. You gonna, sure? I, I will take that. Okay. I got, I got the Raiders ten and a half. And then my last <laughs> love it. My last game to Next round week's out. Next going to be betting the best number. <laughs> to round out the parlay, I'm taking – San Francisco to uh. cover against Arizona because uh. I think they are mad as hell about that game. I think they are good. I think Arizona is bad. Uh-huh. And I think that this parlay is going to win you a lot of money. So if you're listening uh, uh, and you win on this parlay, hit me up yeah. at Brett J. Green. Mm. I like that. Any of the social medias you like. I like that. And uh, throw me a little love. What's the number you have on San Fran? I'm going to guess because of your bookie, it's like minus two. <laughs> uh, it's, actually, it's actually minus 14. You have 14. I have 11. I'm going to give you 11. I'll take 11. You, you took, the, point, 11. You took yeah. the extra points well, To, to make up for the Super Bowl we'll, bet, we'll meet in the middle. Drew, I'll take the yeah, minus 11. So Brett. right now, real fast, Drew, let me just put this all yep. together. You have the Pittsburgh Brett's guest pick him. He yes. has 10 units to spend. He's taken all 10 units, and he's put it on the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 3. Yep. He's put it on the Oakland Raiders minus 10.5, and, yep. and he's put it on the San Francisco 49ers minus 11. Tied in a bow. Put it all together. 10 units to win. Drum roll, please. 57 units. Wow. Let's go. That's 57 units. This would big. vault him to the top big time. It'd also put. Uh, it'd be tough to catch. Tough to catch. 10 unit, 3 team parlay. Drew, what do you want to say? I just was going to ask, Brett, it was your favorite game on the playground in elementary Foursquare. Very fun game, yes. <laughs> That's all I want to know. Continually not you making ne- sense. Shame for the sharp, Drew. Shame. You never played Foursquare as a child. Let's, let's move on. Of course, I played Foursquare. I wasn't thinking about three team parlays when I did it. Let's move on to the King of the Coast rankings. Dangles, we're going to start with you. Great. 73 and a half units. You must spend 20. You max bet is 10. Where are we going? Trying to make you money and build you back to the I need top. To, buddy. I need to build. Listen, can I give you a suggestion? Sure. You don't do it all at once. 
No. Just win one week at a time. No, that's what I've been trying to do the last couple of weeks. I've been trying to just be slow about it. Then take, maybe you should try it all take, at once. Take thi- well, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking, which is why I'm starting off with a two-team parlay. Woo! There we go. Nobody listens to Drew. Nobody I love listens it. to Drew. <laughs> starting it. off with a two-team parlay. I want Philadelphia to cover against New England. I have them at plus four right now. I still think the wow. Patriots win this game, but I do think the Eagles can cover that spread against the Patriots. It is it is a hell of a middle, but I, it's a home game for the Eagles. They're, yep. they're going to want to come out and smack the Pats in the mouth. Um, and if Brady has one of those games where he goes out and he just throws for like 180 yards, it could it could get close. I okay. still think the defense is going to be too good to hold them off. I'm taking that plus four. I also like Pittsburgh to cover plus two and a half. I think they're going to win that game. I think they're going to win that game outright, but I'm taking them at plus two and a half. So we, gave, we gave Brett three. We're going to give you three. Pitt for plus three. Pitt for three. Okay, yep. fine. I'll still take them at a field goal. I think they win by more than that. So that's a six-unit bet I'm making to win 16. Woohoo! Six to 16. Damn. Okay. Damn. I Philly like, plus four. I like four. the money there. Philly plus four, Pittsburgh plus three. He's tying them together. Six to win 16. He's trying to shoot himself back up the rankings. I will say, I've been, I I always say don't take Thursday games because you don't know what's going to happen, but I've won my last three Thursday bets. So now I don't know what to think. It's hard. You do you, Dangles. I can't coach against you. Drew, you got 127 units to play with. What's your first bet of the week? Guys, uh, to keep it friendly, uh, I was going to go a couple sides here. I do want to do one teaser. For you, folks. unbelievable gambling school. He doesn't even listen to his own school. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, I, you, you just convicted me. Fuck that teaser. I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, <laughs> if, if I had to give out a teaser, it'd be Houston plus ten and a half, Tampa Bay twelve and a half, and the Dolphins plus thirteen. I'm not giving that as an official bet. My first bet. <laughs> my first bet. I'm going to stay right here in Los Angeles, folks, uh-huh. and I am going to the Sunday night game versus the Chicago Bears. And the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. If I wasn't, um, I did not get to speak during Pick'em, as you all heard. But I will say what I saw from the Rams is alarming. Yeah. Alarming. Their offensive line is in shambles. Uh, Gurley is clearly a shell of himself. Obviously, with having Cooks out, they can key more on uh, Cooper Cup, my Mm -hmm. boy, who was shut out. Goff looks like a complete dumpster fire. On the other side, you have the Bears, completely inept. Jeff Driscoll played better in the first half uh, than Mitch Trubisky, easily. Lions could have won that game with Jeff Driscoll. Yep. Um, the Bears suck. These teams suck. Yep. Over, under on this game. I'm going with the total. The total's 40. Now, that's a dreaded number to take because you can always have that 20-20 overtime tie. I don't care. I'm taking the under. Wow. Both these teams played about 23 points last, last year. I can see this being a 21-10 game, a 17-12 mm-hmm. game, something nasty and gross. Give me the under 40 Sunday night, Chicago Bears versus Los Angeles Rams, and I am betting five units wow okay chicago la rams under 40 for five units i like that too i think it's going to be an ugly game as well i'm going to monday night however we just talked about this game with the underlay of down in mexico know what that means when it's down in mexico means that neither of these teams are truly a home team they're both going to be traveling they're both going to be sleeping in hotels they're both going to be in a different world and that means you try to take which team is better. And that's clearly the Kansas City Chiefs. I understand they've lost a few games late. I also understand the Los Angeles Chargers are getting players back that will help that defense out. And suddenly have found a run game with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. I also understand Kansas City can't stop the run at all. They're in the 30th in DVOA and rush defense. I still can't pick against them. Kansas City minus four is my pick for five units because Kansas City is better than Los Angeles. Pat Mahomes writes the ship. They win this game by more than four points. Kansas City minus four, five units. Dangles, your second bet. 
Uh, second bet, we're going to go to uh, San Francisco. I like them at 10.5. I think wow. the Cardinals are terrible. Everybody what does. I hate oh, the Cardinals. I'm not there at all. I think, I think the Cardinals are terrible. I think this is going to be a we what? need to come out and prove how great we are game for them. I think the Cardinals are going to run into a buzzsaw. I, wow. I, I'm agreeing with you that San Fran will win this game. I just think Arizona is frisky enough to have a backdoor cover in there. But minus 10.5, San Fran for you. How much units you betting, buddy? Uh, that's going to be six units as well. Six units, San Fran minus 10.5. I definitely think they win. Don't think that they cover but again dangles you take what you want to take drooby you're up next thank you tony for that segue um you know ugly 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 loss yesterday or last week including the horrid cincinnati Bengals. that's on me you won't find me betting them again this year however i still want to get ugly this week i still want to roll in the mud i want to put lipstick on that pig Mm -hmm. what do i think when i saw these games this week one line stood out to me how are the washington redskins favored over anything (laughs) Over Thank anybody, you. it's only uh, a point. Yeah. I don't might care. as well no, be a I got pick. Him, I, I, no, I got him at plus two. I, yep. got, I got the New York Jets at plus two, and just like what you oh, said, Bovada has the, no one. The, there's, there's no way that the Redskins should be favored. No. Now the Jets, I don't know. I think they suck, but yep. they just because they're they, home. But it's not no, but the, but there's no home field as our boy Craig would tell us. Yeah. At, at Washington, there's, there'll be more Jets fans than Redskins fans there, and you get the Jets coming off. Actually, a victory against the Giants where Darnold actually resembled like a first-round draft pick. Plus, they just said Gase had a vote of confidence uh, yep. to return. I think that gives him a little boost. I just don't understand the Redskins are favored. This is strictly a value pick. Give me the Jets plus two here all day. I'm right there with you. I like him for six units. Six units, Jets plus two. I almost took them a straight money line to win because I think the Jets win this game and it's not even close. But, yeah, I don't understand how Washington's favorite they, as well. They shouldn't be favored against anybody. I'm going, Besides the Bengals. I'm going back to the well. Yeah, never bet on the Bengals again. It only took you nine losses to figure that out. Twice, uh, let's twice, go to I'm doing against the uh, Drew School of Gambling, but I had this bet made before I learned that Drew said to not take teases and parlays. Uh, I'm the only person on this podcast that has won a three-leg bet of any kind, and I almost had the teaser written down, but I realized if I took the money line parlay, it was pretty much the same bet, and I was getting more money. So we're taking a three-team money line parlay. New Orleans is not going to lay another egg. They're not going to lay another egg. I don't care if they're traveling to Tampa. They are going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they are one of the best teams in the NFL. Carolina needs a win. Needs a win desperately. And Atlanta just shot their load. We know Atlanta stinks. I know the offense, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, they can do things. They can make you work for it. I would look at the over in that game, but Carolina is going to win that game because they need it. And another team that's not going to lay an egg, against one of the worst teams in the league, is the Buffalo Bills. And they are the team that I'm worried the most about in this three-team parlay because I hate the Buffalo Bills, but they are not losing to the Miami Dolphins. So, three-team parlay, money line. New Orleans has to beat Tampa, Carolina has to beat Atlanta, and Buffalo has to beat the Miami Dolphins. That pays five units I'm gambling on to win nine units on that three-team money line parlay. It's it, though. Best bets of the week. Dangles, we're going to you first. I have a best bet that's almost a guarantee. I can't wait till this until this comeback comes back around to me. Dangles, you're up first. All right, uh, my max bet this week. I'm going to the uh, Baltimore Houston game. Love I'm gonna. Game. I love this game, game too. Of the, week. the game of the week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, guys, um, these two teams put up a lot of fucking yards. The Baltimore Ravens are second in the NFL right now in terms of yards per game, and the Houston Texans fourth. Mm. I'm going with the over in this game. It's mm. only like fifty. Bet. 
I don't think that's going to be that hard for these two teams to get to, to get to. You know, Lamar Jackson signs up for a touchdown pretty easily. Deshaun Watson might run one in. Will Fuller could be back in this game, which means he's going to be throwing the ball deep. I think you got two gunslinging, uh, you know, artful, acrobatic quarterbacks who can extend plays, make shit happen outside the pocket. I like them to hit this over. It's an eight-unit bet. Uh, Ooh. Back up the uh, – um, um, oh, I can't do Brinks. I can't do Brinks because you've already got Brinks. What is it? Uh, Garda? Back up the Garda truck. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I don't know who Baltimore, else carries money. Baltimore, Houston, over 50 for Dangles. That's his max bet, eight units spent. Drew, Mr. Max Bet, Mr. Best Bet. He's been hitting them all the time. Tell I believe the he's 8-1-1. Eight, one and one. I'm 8-1-1. One one. That's one 88%. 8-1-1 one one on Best Bet. Let's do it again. Win your ninth. What's your best bet when here? When it matters, shave for the shark A record the Lions through. would kill for. <laughs> Thanks. Stangles, because I get it, because they have a tie. <laughs> anyway, Shave the Sharp's been hot, boys and girls. Eight, one, and one. I'm going to continue the hot streak today. I will admit, this card has was tough for me to kind of signify a best bet. I have a lot of leans I like. I fell on this one. This is going to be sharp, but also going to be more of a gut play. Guys, I watched the entire Atlanta Falcons-New Orleans Saints game. There was nothing fluky about that. There was nothing fluky about that. The Falcons, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was because of the week off, or they had a come-to-Jesus meeting, or whatever. They looked like a team that wants to compete They have a in lot the of pieces. And We've stats, been talking about this guys, all year. Their next-gen stats are incredible. They put up some serious numbers. Now, their it's not defense, like they don't have playmakers. But listen, their defense has been abysmal. But what did they do? They got to Drew Brees. They put him on the ground. The Panthers' offensive line, pretty suspect. The Atlanta Falcons, plus five. Mm. Plus five. Now, I know what that... What people think, oh, that was a lucky game, that was a flash in the pan, they've been terrible all year, look at the record, the Panthers, solid, solid, solid. Guys, I love the Falcons in this spot. Mm. Plus five. I don't know if they're going to win, but they have to be one of the best teams potentially to backdoor in the entire league Mm. with that passing offense. Atlanta Falcons, the best bet. I'm going to pull this away for a sec, folks. Watch (laughs) out. Unbelievable. Back up the Brinks truck, baby. Shave for the sharp. Eight one on one best bet. The Atlanta Falcons <laughs> plus five. That sounds like okay. a scissor lift. Great, we got. We it have is a, a scissor lift. I taped that live in an event this weekend. Sorry. New, New York City concrete jungle soundtrack over here. Back up the Brinks truck. Atlanta plus five for Back ten up the units. Scissor lift for ten from, units <laughs> from the man who is eight one You're and one. You're good. You're good. You're springing. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, my best bet, the person who's leading the King of the Coast rankings, the person you should be listening to on this on this show, the person that will be making you money, Tony Squares. I'm here to give you a bet that has won six of the last seven weeks. Six of the last seven weeks this has won. I've bet it personally the last three weeks and made money on this. I've been scared to give it out because it's difficult. It's a weird one. It's one you just have to plug your nose and take it, and it's worked out every time. Miami doesn't want to win games. They don't want to win games. And they have to keep but winning. they are competitive. <laughs> they are competitive. And six of the last seven weeks, Miami first half has hit. The Miami first half line has hit six of the last seven weeks. Right now, Miami is plus three for the first half. Plus three against these Buffalo Bills. I'm going to get a little juicy, though. I'm going to get a little t- tingly. I like it even more. I'm taking Miami first half money line at plus 180 to be going into halftime with a lead. 10 units to win 18 it's our units. our first partial oh, game Miami, of the year. First half, 10 units to win 18 units, hosting your Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, but they ain't circling until the third quarter or later. I love that bet, and that is it for the Left Coast Gamblers. Drew's looking at me with a weird face. A tear to my eye, Tony. That's kind of sharp. Uh, I hate to say it. That's pretty sharp, and uh, a first half 
bet is is a great play. I'm actually kind of proud, um, even though you're wearing that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, BG, for joining us, buddy. Thank you for having me, guys. Brett, awesome having you here, buddy. Yeah, man. I had a blast. I had a blast. I enjoyed you telling the story of taking Drew's money because we're all taking like Drew's that. money and we're giving it to you. <laughs> we are making you money on this show. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. We are the Left Coast Gamblers. We're here every Thursday morning and every listening device you can hear. Give us a review. Give us a like. Give us five stars. Help us grow and help us make everybody money. Money Tony, playoffs. can we tell the people where they can find us on social media? Real quick. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the Left Coast Gamblers. Left Coasters Pod. Left Coasters Instagram, Left Coasters Pod on the Twitter. Let's do it, baby. And as always, we end with a hearty, not making the playoffs. Ram, Ram it. it. I guess it pays 3200 Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 